Blog Talk Radio.
standing in a position like me, don't forget that God has said it is so. And we know that when God speaks something, it's done. That God created the heavens and the earth, and all there is that's in it, he created it. So he created the dream. He created the vision. He created the desires. God created it all. And if we don't accept it, that's on us, not on God, especially when he created it, especially when we laid out, we fast, we prayed, we talked, we asked God for it, we said, Lord, this is what I want. And when God gives you favor and says, son, daughter, you can have it, we somehow get caught up in things in life, some of us, not all of us, but some of us, get caught up in situations in life and we begin to doubt ourselves because, let's be honest, what other people say, we begin to doubt it because we can't see because it's in our hands. Because nobody is saying you can do it. Nobody is saying this. I saw today on Facebook, I forgot who said it to me. Um, I think it was my sister, a young man that said a dollar, and now he's a part owner of an NBA team with a dollar. I don't know what that meant or what it was pertaining to, but he couldn't see that either, and I'm using that for us. Some of us don't have nothing in our hands but a want, a wish, and a desire. So, I looked up something today because I really was going to try to talk about something else, but because this thing has kept hitting me upside the head. And and on top of that, the same statement I say all the time was brought back to me. Don't forget, you always say, what did God say? And you remember the dream, you remember the vision, you remember the prophecy. So I looked up something that says, Four things that will happen when God is giving you a vision for your future. Hmm. Now, let's let's try to look at this vision. Some of these are visions for our careers. Mm-hmm. Whatever career it is that you put before God that and you took it to God, he gives you a vision concerning that. Some of us have took to God... Um, desires, wants, and wishes for our ministry. Mm-hmm. Now, all of these things that I'm talking about is going to fall under a ministry, whether it's your career and so on. It's the ministry that God is giving you because in this ministry, you have to show that you are living a dream, whether you were born into it, because you could be born into something and you can lose it. You could be born into, or I would say, something into riches, and you could lose it. You could be born into riches; it could be stolen from you, taken from you. You could be born <clears throat> into riches and and take it further. But God has to bless that thing. God has no respect to person again. You could be looking for something. You talk to God concerning your future, where you may have come from, get roll, homeless or the project, or uh, just poverty. 
and you can ask God to bring you out. You can ask God to sustain you where you're at. But as my uh, apostle was speaking into my life earlier today, she said, don't get comfortable where you're at. Her eyes have not seen what God is able to do. You're looking at right here, right now, and God's looking down the road in your future. So don't limit God. Some of us have laid there and, and not really asked or wanted nothing, but God gave you a dream. Yeah. God gave you a dream like he spoke to Noah about building the ark. He spoke to Mary about uh, Jesus. He, he spoke to Joseph about being the father on earth, the earthly father of Jesus. He spoke, God speaks to his people, to his chosen ones. God has spoken to you. God has told us about businesses that he's going to give us or businesses that he wants us to develop. God has spoke to us about family, community, things he wants to bring us into uh, to help develop, help take your family from right here to up here, help take your community from down here to we can do better as a village. Uh, so as I was, when I Googled this thing, I'm not going to take credit for this because I Googled it because it was a short notice thing that I really believe God was ministering to me at that time to remember. Hmm. It says in this article, I am not showing the word vision and the supernatural way of the prophetic, prophetic ways while I believe what throughout history God has given people vision as records I'm sorry, recorded in the Bible. In this article, I am simply using the word vision to mean a specific goal or outcome God wants you to pursue for the future that is not yet fully realized in your present. Mm. It says, perhaps God is giving you a vision for the future where you go back to school and or start a new career. Or perhaps God gives you a vision where you can see yourself trying online. Uh, It says online meetings or things for your future. Or perhaps God is giving you a picture in your mind of a ministry he wants you to start one day. These type of things in life always start with an idea, a dream, a hope. When God wants something for us in our future. He often push, puts a vision in our mind for this outcome in our present so we know what to work towards. So with, with that being said, it went on to talk about um, these four things God offers us when giving us visions for the future that he wants us to seek after with him. Notice it says, visions for the future which he wants us to seek after with him. So he's not telling us to get so big and high mighty that, oh, I did this, I created that. No, no. He wants us to do it with him. That no matter what we do, we acknowledge him first. 
as we're pursuing the vision, we're pursuing God first because he gave us the vision for this. It says when God wants you to pursue a specific vision for your life, he will give you an unshakable desire to work towards the goal no matter how many setbacks occur. So no matter how many setbacks we may have, God will give us an unshakable desire. One thing I found out while reading this, the first thing was I wrote down, he wants us to understand that God wants you to, he won't, uh, how do you say, magically give you what he's going to give you, a vision for when someone has finally reached a goal in life. They're always wanted or something they always talked about they were going to do. But it always comes with or after a lot of personal sacrifices and hard work. But does this mean that the person and not God deserves the credit? So even though you sacrificed a lot and you did a lot of hard work, you still have to give God the credit because God gave you the vision. God gave you the avenue to pursue this vision, no matter how many setbacks you had, no matter how many obstacles got in your way, no matter how many people told you they had your back, they was going to be there for you, they was going to do this, they was going to do that, and yet it's still, they didn't do anything. But say, just say something because it sounded, it was a good idea, as my sister say, it was a good idea and it sounded good coming out of their mouth, and you find out you were standing there by yourself, but you really wasn't by yourself. You just forgot to acknowledge and depend on God and ask God who he's going to have with you on this journey. He may not have nobody in the beginning because he may he has to see, are you going to be faithful? You know how you get up in the morning, you cook your breakfast, you say, well, I'm going to have bacon and you don't just stop at bacon. You say, I'm going to have bacon and so like eggs. Oh, and toast. Oh, and coffee or tea or whatever it is. But you're always adding something to it. On that toast, you want to either make it a bagel or whatever. You want to put something on it, you know, whether it's butter and jelly or a bagel with cream or whatever. Some people like it plain, but not most. With your coffee, some like it black, but not most. They want to add to the coffee, yeah. So if you want your eggs or your grits or your rice or whatever, you may want to put some cheese in it or something. But God will tell you who to take with you. It also goes on to say that um, God will bring it to fruition for whatever you, you're looking for. He will, you know, you, you must um, always give him the acknowledgement. You must always give him the opportunity to be first in your vision. Because then when you do that and acknowledge God and depend on God, God will give you a supernatural amount of energy that would take to achieve the steps to perform this goal, to get to this goal. When, as you keep going on, you will sit back and you will see like, okay, Lord, uh, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? Now, it says on here, Philippians 3, 1 through 15. I want you to read 1 through 15, but I'm going to read, um, 13 for you, maybe 14, 15, but I know 13 it says, well, 12 says, not as though I had already obtained 
either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehend, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God and Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, but this mindful, and if anything yet be otherwise mindful, God shall reveal even this unto you. So not not just you going to something, you trying to do something, but you have to be so mindful that you have to say, okay, I've been asking God, what is it that you would have me to do in my ministry? God, what is it that you're going to have me to do now that I retired? One thing I do know that since I retired, I um, have to deal with the fact that the government is taking care of everything, but it's not taking care of seniors like they said they were. They have went over everything, but they haven't went over um, benefits for the seniors. It's no way in the world that seniors can afford a 400 or $500 more monthly copay for medicine they need to take. Mm. I'm pause for a moment because I know somebody knows what I'm talking about. You already get fixed income, and you have a your monthly bills you already have, you know, mortgage, rent, or whatever, a car note, insurance, whatever. You have to pay your monthly insurance benefits bill to make sure you have it. You have to uh, pay for your food. You have to pay for your personal items. You have to pay for your life, gas, phone. Even if you have a cell phone, you still, most likely if you're a senior, you have a landline because it's somebody that needs to get in touch with you or you need monitors that have to monitor you through a phone landline or whatever. You still have those things. Just because you go on uh, supplemental care or you go on a retirement uh, monthly benefit, none of your benefits, if you ever thought about you don't have no senior citizen discount on light and gas and all that. If you do, they'll tell you stuff like, oh, well, as long as you live, you're going to have lights and you're going to have gas and you're going to have this. But miss a payment to be sure to watch how quick they turn it off. I'm just saying. But they need to go over that. And, and when you're talking with God about what you want or what you're trying to do, you take that to God and God give you a vision. Because, you know, the word of God said a man don't work, don't eat. You know, we know that an idle mind is a playground for the devil. We know that whatever your hands find to do, do it. But at times, a person may be in a situation they, they can't do something. Physically, 
but mentally and emotionally, they will be able to work. So whatever it is that God has given you to do, make sure you you don't just acknowledge them in the beginning, but you will acknowledge them all the way through. Because God's mercy is new every morning, but every morning, noonday, midnight hour, late hour, whatever, you need God every day, 24-7, you need God. Because as we see, looking at the news and anything else, you can't even sit in your house without worrying that something's going to happen. You can't even go to the door to get the mail or the newspaper or ask the door without wanting somebody out there trying to scam you or something. You're always wondering, but you have to make sure you're prayed up and you have to be focused and faithful to God because God will give you vision. God will give you a spirit of discernment. But when you're following this will, its way. You know, we, we have to understand that when God says, and, okay, this, this paper also says um, that we have to just make sure we don't forget God. It just, it's what I said, it's also saying that, it's just saying that no matter how I glance over it, how I read it, it's saying that when God is giving you a vision for the future, he wants you to realize he will open the doors that are actually outside of your control. Hmm. You heard that statement, he'll open doors you can't, no man can open. He'll close doors no man can open. It, it, it's right there, even with your vision, with your dreams. When it comes to God doing what he has to do, you have to stay faithful. You have to stay on point. You have to stay in place, (coughs) excuse me, and focus on God. I have another scripture I want to share with you all. What is this? Colossians. I'm sorry. Three, I'm sorry, four, verses three and five. It says, "With all, with all, pray also for us that God will open up us a door of utterance to speak the mysteries of Christ, which I am also in bond, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak." Walk in wisdom towards them that are without redeeming the time. So when you look at what God is doing, that's because um, we have to make sure we balance everything out to the last point. We have to make sure that we allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us, you know, because God is not going to leave us alone. God is not going to put us in a position where... um, we don't know what we're doing, that when we, we're going, we're trying to do something and we just say, oh, I'm going to do it this way. Uh, if God told you to fold it up, uh, bend it back, lay it to the side, fold it up, bend it back, lay it to the side, don't try to stick it in a drawer or do something else or put it under a book cover. Do like God told you and the Holy Spirit is going to be there to remind you. No, do it like this because we need to make sure 
we're operating in that supernatural energy. And when you're operating in that supernatural energy, you're operating in the place that people don't, you know, really see how things are working for you. You know how God said his ways are not your ways, nor his thoughts are your thoughts. You have to be working so close to God and working so close with the Holy Spirit that when people look at you, they'll say, nobody but God did that. See, I know for a fact that person shouldn't have what they have. I know, especially those that think they know, you know, their family members or them close friends or people think they're in your circle. When they, don't, when they think they know you and, and, and you follow God's will, you follow God's word, you follow what God has put before you, how to do it, they'll say, now, nah, I know that I know. They must have hit the lottery. They're looking for your name on the lottery sheet and everything else. No, nah, I didn't hit the lottery. What I hit was the center of God's heart because God said if I be for him, he'll be more than the world against me. He said he would take my feet out of my clay. He said he would give me my heart's desire. And, and God gave me a vision a long time ago. God gave me favor with people. Uh, my sister said it today. She said, Renee, even though you, you went to nursing, you still decided that you wanted to. God gave me a talent with cleaning. I'm, I'm telling you, with cleaning, God gave me uh he gave me a talent with that. You know, um, God gave me the talent to work on bikes, know how to fix them and stuff like that. Now, this is, if I don't want to do it, I'll pay somebody to do it, but God gave me these desires, these talents. So you have to know when God gives you more than one talent. God will take your talents. He would develop them. But when God gave me <clears throat> the ability, I'm talking about at the age of 11, 12 years old, where people would tell my mom, can I pay her for her to come over here and clean my house? Not like a maid. It's just I love to see things clean and things shiny, you know. And I remember in my neighborhood, as a little girl, I was able to make money because I can go to Miss Wilson's house, Miss Schaefer's house, Miss Powell's house. Uh, <laughs> I mean, different people's houses in my neighborhood. Miss Joe, I could go to their house and clean up. It's not that they had a whole lot of stuff. They were just older women that needed help. But they didn't mind me, and they trusted me because, see, I don't steal. I'll ask for it or I'll buy it myself. I'm not going to steal it from you. You think I stole from you or say I did? Okay, we can talk about that. But I was able to go in their house, and I allowed them to trust me. So with that being said, I know that when God is working with you with a vision, he also has his Holy Spirit working with you. You know, you can also go and read. Um, I just read, read through Galatians, and you could also go and read, what's this other one? Um, Psalms. I think it's Psalms 115, verse what is it? I wrote it down. 105. Let me find that. Psalms 115, verse 105 says that the Lord, I don't want to 
mess around and mess it up because, you know, I know a lot of times people be trying to, oh, you left a word out or you didn't say it right. A lot of words I may not say right. But 105 say, the word is a lap unto my feet and a light unto my path. When God is your light and he's shining the light for you to see your way to where he's taking you, when God is doing that, you must understand that God is a God of, as my sister always says, yea and amen. His promises are true. I thank God for not forgetting about me, even when it seemed like I forgot about what he said. Now, we trust doctors to give us an authorization to have this test done, to get this medicine to come through, and we remember that. Mm. We remember that. But we find it so hard. You can't say, amen, say, ouch, ouch. We find it so hard to remember what God said about us. We find it so hard to remember what we ask God about. Mm. Well, let us be on some foolish stuff. We'll remember that like that. But in his word in Romans 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed of this world, but by the transforming, by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove that, I'm sorry, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So it goes back to saying, we will remember things we ask our doctor for, we ask friends for, we ask neighbors for, we ask everybody else. But somehow <clears throat> we find it hard to remember what we put on the table before God and what God has said to us concerning what we ask. Whether he spoke to us right now concerning that or he may still have us on hold because we may not be ready for what we're asking God for. And I'm saying all that to say this. We have to make sure that we are in tune with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We have to make sure we are in tune with what God is saying to us because God gives us a spirit of discernment. We know that when God is speaking to us concerning vision and dreams. The vision God gave me from 11 years old up has never left, has never stopped. All I have to do now in this, at this age, because with being retired, the money that I make a month from retirement is not enough. But my God said that he is more than enough. He said he's my redeemer. He said he's my restorer. 
He said, he's my provider. He said that he is my tower. He said that he is my battle life. He said that he is my buffer. He said that he is my God. And with knowing that God is my God, I don't have to worry because if I just stay focused and I stay in tune and I stay in the way of God's word, that I should not want for nothing. I, I, I gave the testimonies of before of being homeless. You couldn't tell it. Never looked like I missed a meal. I gave the testimony of of being off work for seven years. You couldn't tell that. Never looked like I missed a meal. I still had a car. I still had um, insurance. I still was able to ride and keep my motorcycle. I was still able because I have favor with God. Now. Knowing that, people try to act like, oh, you should never, 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 never forget. Okay, I, I, I don't know anybody, and this is being a little tedious. Show me something that you've never forgot or tell me something you never forgot. Especially if I know you, I may be able to remind you of something. Not out of fight, but out of the fact and form that if we are not careful, the devil will make us forget God's promise to us. God promised us that he would never leave or forsake us. God promised us that if we stay faithful and endure to the end, our name will be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. God promised us that we have a dream we have a vision. We have a desire. We have all that. But all of that comes under what God said. All that comes under what God has told us to do. All that comes under us investing in God. You know, our scripture, foundational scripture for this ministry is Matthew 6 and 33 that says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. This is one of those things of added unto you. If you stay in tune with God's word, that keeps you in tune with God. And that keeps God in tune with you to make sure that the Holy Spirit is there talking with you helping you develop a supernatural energy that when your mind says you can't, the Holy Spirit will say, yes, you can. When your mind tries to tell you and your heart tries to tell you, oh, you can't do this, yes, you can. When, what's up to name? I'm trying to think of her name. Ruth. When she found herself wanting. Didn't God come through? Mm-hmm. Naomi, when she found herself wanting, didn't God come through? Yes. When we sit back and look and talk about the Mary Magdalene, when she found herself wanting, 
then God comes to you. Mm. When we sit back and talk about things like, okay, now we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about Joseph. When he told them about a dream God gave, how the jealousy came up. Even though he went through, we would say, hell and turmoil, he went through this and he went through that. He was accused. He was uh, put to a place where he basically had to sacrifice himself by running, and he was put in prison. But he was all that was done to him for God's mission. Uh, see, when I started off, I said that we have to give up. We have to sacrifice. A lot of us don't want to sacrifice great. It says great things. I'm going to read that to you again because, see, I'm asking God to give me the strength for whatever my sacrifice is. I'm asking God to give me the strength. I'm trying to find it. So when I read it to you, it says, uh, says, picture in your mind of a mystery he wants you to start one day. These things in life always start with an idea, a dream, a hope. When God wants something for us in the future, he often puts a vision in our mind for our outcome and the present so we know what to do. It goes on to say that when we, I'm trying to still find it. Here you go. I'm going to finish reading what it says. When God wants you to pursue a specific vision for your life, he will give you an unshakable desire to work towards the goal no matter how many, how many setbacks. God wants you. God won't just magically give you what he's giving you. A vision for when someone finally reached a goal in life they've always wanted it always comes after lots of personal sacrifice and hard work but that does I'm sorry but does this mean that the person and not God deserves the credit no even after the sacrifice you have to lose the friend you may have to walk away from some family members. You may have to leave some loved ones alone. Because, see, everybody can't go with you. If we be honest, a lot of us are hooked up with the person we wanted. We didn't ask God. Or we ignored God. We didn't wait on God. Or we act like we didn't hear God. We decided what we were doing was because I wanted it. But when you're doing what God tells you to do, God will make you sacrifice a lot of things through hard work because everybody can't go with you. Did you know it was once a movie made that says sleeping with the enemy? You may find out the person you with is comfortable. 
with them fuse and tubes. And you may be saying, as my apostle tells me all the time, stop being comfortable in your hundreds and thousands when God's trying to make you a billionaire. Now, when God makes you the millionaire, billionaire, he's going to keep giving you the spirit of discernment because you're still operating under his direction. Therefore, when people are coming to you, some, as she said, God is going to say, let them come. Some, God's going to say, uh-uh, you were here for the struggle. Don't be here now for the success. So I said all that to say, people, we must get in line with the word of God. We must apply the word of God like we do with our everyday needs. We apply water. I hope you do. We apply love. I hope you do. We apply things we need daily. We have to now recognize and realize every day my way and day must start and end with God. So with that being said to all, please pray and ask God, God, what is my vision that you are giving me that I must fulfill, you have me to fulfill, God, take me from this place to the place that you have for me. Because, God, you knew what I need before I asked. And I'm asking you now, God, please help me with what you are calling me to do. And give me the mercy, give me the strength, give me the power to let go of what you are calling me to sacrifice. God, let it be your will, not mine, your way, not mine. God, I thank you, I trust you, and I love you. In Jesus' name, I pray these things, and these things I pray in Jesus' name. So I want to thank you all for listening to me on tonight, sharing with me on tonight on Blog Talk. If anybody's on Blog Talk that would like to make a comment, please do so at this time. The lines are open. Hello. All I want to say is God is so faithful. And when we learn to be faithful to God, the way he is to us, and when we watch and see how faithful people are to their job, they're more faithful to their job than they are to God. I've watched sinners be more faithful at what they're doing as far as singing than what we are in my um, thing to God is that God would help you that when doubting Thomas tries to come and visit you, you let him know, like the songwriter said, he don't live here anymore. And that those places are filled with the precious Holy Ghost of God. God's going to do just what he said, Minister Sylvia. God's promises are yea and amen. He said, patiently wait on him. They that patiently wait on him. I'm asking God to give you the ability, the fortitude, the dedication to patiently wait on him and to obey him. Sometimes you can't jump in there and get the billions and the millions right away. Sometimes you got to get the little drops before the barrel overflows. And I pray that God gives you that, even with the business that he's given you, that you'll just step in patiently, doing a little at a time, and then you'll grow and you'll grow. How do you know 
God hasn't made you the next Nike. How do you know God hasn't made you the next Abraham? Well, it's not about your seed, but it's about what he's planting in you to plant in others. Obey God, woman of God. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. I receive that. Is there anyone else at this time would like to speak? Okay, well, we thank you all for taking the time out. At this time, I would like to um, ask the woman of God if she would please pray for Minister Margo and anyone else that God has put on her heart to pray for at this time. Woman of God, could you please do that for me? Okay, well, possibly Lex is not uh, replying. I I guess she either uh, got busy or was doing something else, so I would just take this time out. Oh, I needed I just needed the I needed the um, phone to come off, not the phone, but the database on Facebook and stuff like that to come off of you. Father God, we repent for sense of commission and omission. We thank you for Minister Margo, how she's blessed in the city and blessed in the field. We thank you for strengthening her from her head to her toe, from the inside out. We thank you for encouraging her, God, and giving her the peace that surpasses all understanding and the joy unspeakable. God, we thank you for all that you're doing for her and that everything you do for her is for 24-7, that she's blessed 24-7, and she has the resources that she needs 24-7. She has the support of her family and her friends and her sorrows 24-7. God, help her not to worry. Help her not to be anxious. Help us to trust in you, God, to trust in you 24-7. For, God, you're not bound by time. Only we are. God, for every nanosecond that she would uh, entertain anything that would try to cause her to have God, we ask you to obliterate it, to annihilate it in the name of Jesus. We ask you, God, to encourage Minister Sylvia's heart, God, that she'll say, what did God say to herself all the time? And she'll walk it out, God. And when you want her to run, she'll run. And when you want her to sit, she'll sit. And when you want her to rest, she'll rest in you, oh God. I ask you in the name of Jesus to encourage her every nanosecond of her life. God, take away any doubt. Take away any apprehension, take away anything that even she would need someone to support her, for she has the support of the Lord. So we thank you, God, for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost supporting her, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost being her resources, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost leading her, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost carrying her, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost pushing her. Do it for your glory, God, just because. You said we have not because we asked her, and she asked you, and now it's done. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen and amen. Thank you so much. We thank you all again for listening in. We are here every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time with our very own apostle, like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser. Please join us at 310 
8354. So I call it as a blog talk to listen in again at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you come back Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this Monday is the fourth Monday you shall hear from Minister Ron Montgomery and his wife, Mother Tony Montgomery, that speaks about family the biblical way that God has set us up to talk about what he sees, what he desires, and his hope for the family. If you come back next Friday, I will be your host again, Minister Sylvia Kaiser, to talk about what God has planned for us in this life. We want to come back with a great report. We want to let you all know that God is God every day of our lives. God doesn't take vacations, sick calls, breaks, or lunch breaks of visits. I'm not, I'm sorry, lunch breaks. He takes all visitations. We want you all to know if you would like to call on a prayer line, you have Pastor Linda Handy's prayer line is 605-313-4818. Again, the phone number, 605 313 4818, access code 647-147, access code 647-147. If you need another prayer line to call in, you can call in Sister Carmen's prayer line at 605-313-4284. The phone number again is 605-313-4284, access line is 528 528- Two six zero seven five two eight two six zero seven. That is our program schedule and our foundational scripture. Again, it's Matthew six and thirty three. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We love you all with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. And again, thank you and good night. Please share it so somebody else can be blessed on tonight's service. Bye-bye, everyone.
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.